and welcome to At the Forefront FinTech Conversations. I'm Michael Kingsley, a Senior Vice President here at Forefront. Joining me today is Samir Shalabi. He's the founder, president, and CEO of Versify. And Versify is a technology provider to the digital asset markets. Hi, Samir. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, let's jump right in. So you've founded and been the CEO of a couple of fintechs, uh, but those were focused more on tradition, excuse me, traditional finance and assets. So the first thing I wanted to ask you is what compelled you to venture into digital assets and, and why now? Yeah, so um, maybe I'll start by giving you a little background about myself. I mean, I've been in the tech space for 30 plus years. I kind of split my career between Silicon Valley and New York City. Um, in my 30 plus years, I've uh, uh, founded or co-founded a number of companies and uh, that went on to exit either to the public markets or private markets. In the past uh, 20 years or so, I've been more focused on the alternative investment space. And the number of companies that I founded or managed in that space uh, were, were focusing on the ecosystem, if you will, providing solutions to hedge fund managers, private equity managers, pensions, endowments, asset managers. So we have a pretty good understanding and appreciation about kind of the, the ecosystem, the trading life cycle, the requirements, et cetera, uh, from this community. So it's been <clears throat> certainly been a great experience over the last 20 years in this uh, servicing this market in a number of fintech companies. Um, in the last 18 months or so, I've been in conversations with a number of uh, hedge fund managers uh, to try to understand their perspective on digital assets and some of the challenges and opportunities that it presents. And there's been a lot of interest from institutional managers to kind of enter and trade uh, this new asset class that is evolving pretty quickly. And that's that's kind of created a lot of interest on my side to kind of see what kind of offering I could do and I could present to the market to help these managers to trade and, and, and kind of support their requirements moving forward. Happy to kind of dig into the details, but that's just kind of a little bit of a high level here for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously digital assets have been around for a, a little while longer than than uh, the past 12 to 18 months, but those have been some of the most exciting 12 to 18 months in, 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 the, in the space. So I'm curious, you know, what's that specifically happened in the recent history is what drove you to do this right now. Yeah, so uh, like you said, the last 12 to 18 months have certainly been, uh, you know, a lot of headlines uh, going on every day in digital assets. And it's been, uh, it's certainly been a uh, full of events. Um, but, but kind of before we get into the specifics of that, let me step back a little bit and tell you um, some of the opportunities and challenges that those hedge fund managers have been, have been experiencing. Mm -hmm. Um, as you talk to the larger TradFi type managers, right, this is not the small $10 million hedge fund managers, but rather the billion plus uh, asset manager or hedge fund manager that is looking at this new asset class. There, there's really a, uh, three areas of uh, focus that they keep having to evaluate before they can enter this market segment at scale. Uh, the first one is regulations. Um, there's been a lot of discussions and a lot of uh, uh, you know, focus on the regulations and the regulators are uh, certainly very active, and especially in the last 12 months or so. <clears throat> but, uh, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lack of clarity on what the regulatory landscape would look like for digital assets. And that's something that is obviously creating a lot of concerns uh, from the actual hedge fund managers that want to invest 
as well as the service providers around the space. So we're certainly hoping that there will be clarity and a, and a roadmap that is uh, uh, satisfactory to the regulators, but also uh, in line with how the investors want to invest as well as the service providers that want to support them. So, um, so that's kind of the first bucket that, uh, uh, that these hedge fund managers are experiencing and focused mm -hmm. on. The second bucket is around uh, counterparty risk. So a lot of these TradFi managers have been around for a long time. They've certainly lived through the 2008 uh, financial crisis. <clears throat> They're painfully aware of, of what happened when you know, Lehman and others uh, you know, had to collapse. And as a result of that, they, they are uh, very much in tune with counterparty risk and how do you manage it and exposure and so on. Now, when you look at digital assets and kind of the opportunities in crypto and everything around there, and you look at the counterparties that are present today for these hedge fund managers to trade with or to uh, interact with, a lot of these um, uh, counterparties are not, uh, you know, they're new players. They haven't been around for a long time. Their, uh, their processes are not as robust. They're certainly not clearly regulated. Um, there is offshore presence, uh, you know, versus onshore in the U.S. Um, there is certainly a, a lot of concern around them, and um, and uh, we've certainly seen and experienced a lot of uh, you know issues with those counterparties. So FTX being the most notable one mm -hmm. in the last year, uh, but it's not it's not alone. You know, FTX, Celsius, Voyager, Genesis. There's a lot of issues that we've seen uh, from a counterparty perspective. Mm -hmm that has certainly amplified the concern of these hedge fund managers that uh, are more TreadFi managers mm -hmm. in terms of how do they enter the space, who are the counterparties they should work with, how they should work with them, you know, et cetera, et cetera. The, the, today, you don't see the large banks that, uh, you know, JP Morgan, BNY Mellon, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, those, those types of banks do not exist today in mm -hmm. uh, crypto. And mm -hmm. as a result, they're not, uh, uh, you know, the TreadFi managers are not seeing them and they're very concerned. And now there's a new set of players trying to deal with all of these issues. Mm -hmm. So that's certainly an area of concern. And before we can see significant investments from these TreadFi managers, we're going to have to see a solution to these counterparty mm -hmm. issues. The last kind of bucket, um, which is also connected to the second, is mm -hmm. around the service providers that exist in this space. Um, a lot of the, the providers that exist are trying to offer multiple services as opposed to focus on specific core functions. Mm -hmm. And that is certainly creating, uh, you know, again, um, kind of a lack of segregation of any of these functions, lack of boundaries between the providers, mm -hmm. whereby you might see natural checks and balances that exist uh, between those providers. You just see, you know, a number of players that are doing, you know, everything, trying to be the one-stop shop. And, and certainly FTX was trying to do that. And then we all saw what happened. Um, so it is an, a challenge. And the, again, the managers that exist today, they'd love to see much more focused, segregated functions that are offered by different providers. And they're all kind of working together to support, mm -hmm. uh, you know, their needs. You know, more similar to TreadFi, where you see... Sure. New York Stock Exchange is doing, you know, or NASDAQ, they're doing exchange activities. You have the custodians, you have the, the, the brokers, you have the lenders and so on. 
and they all kind of work together to provide them the full service um, as opposed to just one entity doing everything. That, that certainly is not the model in TreadFi. So when we looked at you know, uh, all of these challenges and we talked to all these managers, we certainly saw an opportunity to mm -hmm. enter the market uh, with Versify to provide a solution that addresses a lot of these issues in a way that is consistent with how these managers might want, um, but also without having to uh, you know, create more counterparty risk, but rather reduce the counterparty risk. Yeah. So at Versify, we're very focused on that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like how I like how you contextualize that within in the course of time there, right? Because it's counterparty risk post financial crisis and dealing with service providers who exist, right, and are are out there, but it's not necessarily the model that's that's the best to influence uh, institutional folks and the the largest uh, amount of assets to come in and and play. Uh, I think that's really good. And and you're working with a lot of partners, as I understand it. So can you can you tell us uh, about some of the the kinds of firms, the kinds of partners you're working with uh, and, and the specific challenges you're working with them to solve? Yeah. So um, at Versify, what we're trying to put together here, just to kind of, you know, bring it all to, to, to clarity, is we're we're creating a what we're calling a partner powered prime services platform, right? That is for digital asset. Uh, you know, hedge fund managers that are institutional trying to invest. So what does that mean? Well, that means is we're bringing together an ecosystem of partners that all work together, uh, but each one of them focusing on these segregated functions. So for example, if you're an exchange that is working with Versify, then your focus is only going to be exchange-traded activities, you mm -hmm. know, trading and settlement and so on. Um, and as you are uh, focused on trading, you work with other providers in the space or that are within the ecosystem of Versify. So you wouldn't custody if you're an exchange, but you work with a custodian that is part of the ecosystem and the custodian would focus on custodying the assets. Um, and again, the custodian would not do other activities except custody. We're also working with lenders and the lenders can provide, you know, uh, inventory to land, they can provide you know, financing, et cetera, to the ecosystem. We're working with other liquidity providers, you know, OTC desks, market makers, et cetera, whereby they can be liquidity providers in the ecosystem. And the idea here is every one of those partners focuses on their function, but we're all working together and, and the Versify technology ties everything together for these end clients so the end client can now start trading, they can borrow, they can lend, they can manage their assets, they can see where everything is, they can do everything they do um, in that crypto space, having to deal with Versify on the front end from a tech perspective, and then the ecosystem on the back end with all the mm -hmm. partnerships and so on. We believe that this model eliminates counterparty risk because now the risk is uh, um, certainly distributed across these uh, mm -hmm partners, but really it is also eliminated from every one of the partners except the custodian. So we envision the client comes on board, they sign up with Versify, they sign up with a custodian, they open an account in the custodian that is segregated in their name. So it's in the end client's name, not in Versify's right. name, but it's in their name. And now all the activities happen out of this account. This account would facilitate trading, this account would facilitate the settlement. This account would facilitate 
you know, collateral if you're if you're borrowing and you need to post collateral. So everything kind of happens out of this account, which sits in the client's name and segregated without any rehypothecation of the assets and so on. That's really important for these yeah. Fed managers. And, and I think they're, you know, they, they get excited to see that now we don't have to take exchange risk. We don't have to take other counterparty risk. You know, the only focus would be the custodian. And they obviously take uh, custody risk here, but they, you know, hopefully yep. the custodians that we're working with being qualified custodians in the mix, that can certainly address a lot of their concerns that they may have. No, it makes it makes total sense uh, that that kind of a value prop. But I, I, I do want to ask you. I mean, it's it's so straightforward and easy to understand. How is it that nobody else has has tried this before? Is it is it just a function that the technology wasn't there, and you and your team have unique expertise to bring this to market, or wh why why has nobody else uh, pursued this model previously? So um, it's interesting that you asked this question because when we when we founded uh, Versify about a year or so ago, and certainly when the early days when we were talking about it, all of the discussions we were having with the managers, et cetera, all predated uh, FDX and a lot of the issues that happened you know, post FDX and so on. But that was our vision is we were gonna build this. And in the early days, as we were talking to you know, the smaller managers, a lot of the feedback was, well, why do you care about any of this stuff? You know, FDX provides everything or, you know, uh, Binance provides everything and, and that's fine. Um, but we felt that this was the right model to, to get everybody else on board. But when we started talking to the counterparties, they were all like, you know, why would I work, work with you? I have everything and it's all inclusive and the managers mm -hmm. are happy with it. Uh, and that all started changing post you know, the collapse of FTX and a mm. lot of the issues that the contagion and the issues that happened. So now it's starting to become obvious that this is the right model, that everybody mm -hmm. should be doing this. And by the way, this model looks and feels very similar to TreadFi. So right, it's not sure. it's not like we invented a new market structure <laughs> for everybody. You know, we're just we're just looking to what has been working for many, many years. And we're saying, okay, can we just implement a similar market structure? and an operating model in a digital asset space and crypto. And that's kind of what we're trying to bring to market. But today it looks like a lot more obvious than it did a year ago. Yeah. So yeah, no, that makes I feel like in a way, I feel like these events have actually helped our value proposition a lot more sure. than than it would have otherwise. Certainly made the need uh, clearer and for everybody to understand. Well, it's all very exciting, Samir, and we definitely look forward to staying in touch with you, hearing more about it uh, as things develop. So thank you very much for your time today. Uh, thanks to all of you for watching and listening. If you want to learn more about Versify, you can go to their website at versify.io. That's V-E-R-S-I-F-I dot I-O. A lot of the letter I there for you. <laughs> and if you'd like to learn more about Forefront, you can visit us, of course, at ForefrontComms. That's C-O-M-M-S dot com. So thanks again to everyone for watching and listening. And Samir, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it.